I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, finding yourself in life's little moments. So, dear listener, I am sitting on my favorite bench overlooking the vast Pacific. It's late morning, and the sunlight is shimmering on the water. There are little boats here and there, tiny little boats, no yachts out there, just these little, little boats, and the waves are coming in. And, you know, these past few days, it's been a little difficult because they have been doing something called controlled burns. And what that means is that in the bushland um, surrounding the developed areas, which is where I live, in a uh, developed area, um, they set the low-lying brush on fire to clear the uh, to clear that brush to make the fire hazard less and in Australia bushfires are an incredible um, incredible danger to people and the potential of them is uh, is always somewhat there so so that's been going on for the last two or three days so that's been going on for the last two or three days, and fortunately, today seems like it's kind of beginning to clear out, although it's still a little bit hazy. But the sun is bright in the sky above me, and this is a podcast that I've been thinking about and wanted to make. It follows from my previous two podcasts, and particularly the, the one that I just made called A Love Letter. And at the end of that podcast, I pose the question, can someone who has come through the kind of trauma and abuse and and fear and um, difficulties and challenges that I have actually find real love? Can somebody like that find real love? So this podcast follows from that because I think I'm beginning to get some clues as to what it's going to take. And I might have mentioned in that podcast, uh, you might remember if you've listened to it, that um, someone came into my life really quite unexpectedly, somebody from my way, way back past, someone who's known me for five decades, what's that, a half a century, and the quality of the correspondence that came from that person has been really well, was from the very beginning quite remarkable, and remarkable enough to me that I began to reply and respond and enter into um, really kind of a, a, a connection, a real connection with this person. So that's been going on for a couple of weeks, and it's really been, you know, very beautiful in many ways. Um, so something interesting happened just yesterday, which was that I I received an email from this person, and it was about a former relationship. Now, I'm not somebody who is, I'm not, I don't tend to think of myself as prudish or anything like that, but somehow when I was reading this, and there was something in it that, as I read it, it was like there was a kind of pang in my being, in my heart, in myself, and I registered it, you know, and I've I've begun to actually, dear listeners, trust those feelings. I, I don't find that they're coming from my rational mind. They're coming from something else. And 
it's not always easy or possible to actually know where it's coming from, to actually know what the reason for it is or where it's coming from. But I've begun to trust that there's something about those experiences, that kind of feeling that actually makes some kind of sense. That's almost like somebody, something God saying to me, there's something here for you to pay attention to. Now, I have become a huge fan of reality. (laughs) And when I say that, what I mean is that reality is what is actually true. We can't always know everything that is. We often don't, even about ourselves, you know, let alone about another person. But reality is a beautiful thing because what I've realized is that when there is a incredible, like a a profound disconnection between what's being said and what's actually true. And to say that I'm, I'm saying this because I've lived for a long, long period of my time in relationships of different sorts where a person would, would profess their love to me, would say, you know, I love you, Jess, I love you, you know, and they would say that here and there and ongoingly. And yet the reality was the very opposite. And I wanted to believe those words so much, you know, I needed to believe those words so much that um, I held in there, I hung in there, and much to my detriment in the end, because the thing is that when the word and the reality, when, when what's being expressed is very different from what's actually going on, and one is in that kind of situation, then what happens is that one begins to lose contact with their soul. And that is a huge, huge deal. So reality for me is something that is absolutely at the at the sort of forefront of my interest now, you know, to to understand what's really going on. And I would say, dear listener, that there's nothing more important than understanding what's really going on both on this planet, you know, in the real time, real life um, situation, situations that we're confronted with on this planet at this time, and in the context of human relationship, because those two ecologies, in a sense, are one in the same thing. If there is truth, beauty, and goodness between two people, and I mean that in a real way, then that is the self-same thing as there being beauty and truth and goodness in our relationship with all of life. And if something is going to save us, frankly, dear listener, I truly believe that it's going to be something like that. So when I received this email that gave me this little pang, (laughs) back to my little pang, I actually at first discounted it. I thought, nah, you know, that's not important. And you know something? I've probably done that a million times in my life. I've done it probably a million times. It's something that is quite common. I think it's endemic. I think ignoring, overlooking, casting aside, putting aside these kinds of human experiences uh, is something that is just built into our way of life and our culture and you name it, you know, our human relationships. But it was funny because I was just, I woke up this morning and I thought, no, I think there's something about that feeling. I don't really know what it is, but I think I'll write back 
and say, I felt this, you know, I felt this. And I need to, you know, I need to tell you that. I need to tell you that. And, um, you know, what came back to that was something that actually uh, didn't, didn't meet me. You know, there's a word now. <laughs> I have to laugh, dear listener, because I actually didn't know what this word meant. I'm still not entirely sure. I think it actually probably defines a whole lot of things. But there's something called mansplaining. Okay, so what's mansplaining? So mansplaining, for me, is when, is anything and everything that happens when there is other than, okay, anything and everything that happens other than a simple, direct expression of interest, okay? Because I didn't really know and still don't altogether know. I really don't. I'm interested to know why I felt the way I did, you know, about this. And maybe it had to do with this person, something in them. Maybe it had to do with something in in me, you know? I, I feel that the whole purpose of human life and human relationship now is is really to discover what it is that's inside of us and what mansplaining does is it actually basically is is explanation that has no sort of relationship to the path of discovery and that path of discovery dear listeners is essential you know i had a a very good friend in australia way back and his brother-in-law was a rally car driver okay now i don't know if you know anything about rally car driving but it is some of the most dangerous racing type of racing there is now all car racing is inherently dangerous but rally car racing has its own particular dangers because why because you have two people in a car who are heading out into you know the countryside right into out there the outback in this case you know out there in a car usually a small car at breakneck speed with a map and one person is sitting in the passenger seat reading that map directing the driver okay at high speed the whole point is that the first person who can you know do the course is the winner but in the meantime as they're going you know they don't really they're 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 finding where they're going as they're going okay so it's really dangerous because you don't know what's going to come in front of you. You know, you don't know what you're going to encounter. You don't know what the terrain is going to be like. This is a metaphor for life itself. It's a metaphor for life itself. But I'll always remember my friend's brother-in-law saying, and I'll always remember this, he said, you know, Jess, your car is only as good as the tires on it. Now, that's a very interesting thing. I've never forgotten it. It was years ago. Your tire, your car is only as good as the tires on it. So that's why I was been thinking about this, this, this whole thing about what it means when the rubber hits the road. What, what does it mean when the rubber hits the road? That's when the word either does or doesn't become manifest in reality. That's when the words, I love you, actually become manifest as reality and there's no contradiction there's no um there's no contradiction you know it 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 happens and what i feel now at this late sort of you know after all these years of 
my various travails is that what it means for the rubber to hit the road in a human relationship, and I mean any relationship, okay, any relationship, is when a person comes forth with something that's clearly not malicious or or aggressive, you know, or... Um, you know, determined to bring that person down. So that's another, that's another story, you know, but if somebody comes forth and is in pain and maybe they don't know the ins and outs of that, why, you know, they're feeling that way. If they come forth with that, then immediately, and then what happens is there is an expression of interest. What does that mean? Let's look at it together. You know, I don't know. know? And I'm sorry if I caused you any pain, maybe, you know, a person might say, I really genuinely didn't intend that, but let's look at what's going on. You know, let's look together because we are on this earth together. We are together. We are together. We are together. So for me, that's the necessary condition and the reality of what it means for the rubber to hit the road and for there not to be a disaster, you know, in the offing. Because I can tell you, dear listener, that I've been through many, many, many disasters. And that's because I wasn't looking at that point where the tire was placed there on the, on the ground and saying, oh, okay, that is happening or that's not happening. So you see, discrimination is one of the most enormously important um, attributes that any of us as human beings can have because it could literally save us decades lifetimes, a whole lifetime, maybe lifetimes, maybe more than one lifetime, okay, depending upon what your belief system is. It, it, could, it, can, it can save us enormous heartache to be able to look and see, okay, what's happening? Is the rubber hitting the road? Are the words actually manifesting themselves in reality? And how do you determine that? It's a gut thing, okay? It's a, it's a gut thing. It, it takes some kind of, you know, in a sense, personal experience, I think. I think some people are naturally good at it. You know, they just have a what's called a, a shit detector. <laughs> I never use this language, dear listener, I'm telling you. But this stuff is bringing it out because sometimes, you know, that's the best way to, to describe it. So if I had had a really good, excuse my word, you know, shit detector my life actually would have gone very differently. Now, I actually believe that it went the way it was supposed to go, because if it hadn't have gone this way, I wouldn't be here sitting overlooking the vast Pacific Ocean on one of the most glorious outlooks with the blue sky above me and the puffy clouds to my left and the puffy clouds to my right and this beautiful cliff illuminated by the mid-morning sunshine. I wouldn't be here. I would be someplace else. And I thank God that I am here. I thank God that he has led me to this place. And, you know, life is a bit like a cosmic pinball machine, right? You know, it, 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 and, and I'll tell you, it's the divine, it's God, it's whatever you call that magnificent life purpose and life energy. We are being played out, you know, without our realizing it. When, when I talk about being in duet with God, it's just that I've begun to realize that I can talk with him. I can ask him questions. I can follow the advice that's being given to me. And it's a huge, huge deal. So, you know, it's a very interesting, almost paradoxical thing because we are, we're being played out. And at the same time as Archbishop Desmond Tutu, you know, I had this blessed opportunity to interview him and he said, you know, God has given us free will. What is he going to do if we use that 
to ill, you know, in all sorts of terrible ways. So, so I believe, dear listener, you know that in the end, if there's a feeling inside of us, it has some kind of meaning. We don't know. We're very complex. We've come through a lot, you know, but it has some kind of meaning, something to be discovered. Something is there that can be discovered, that can reveal in a new way, light, the reality of our situation, of ourselves, of who we are, of who another person is, of who the person that we are trying to learn to be in love with, you know, trying to, to reach out towards, you know, it can help us learn a lot. Those feelings matter. So it's something that I just want to say, I have learned the hard way to trust those feelings. I don't know what they mean. Usually I don't know exactly what they mean, but frankly, in the end, if I'm going to be in a situation with another person, then that whole path, that beautiful path of discovery, you know, like a beautiful sort of rally car driving through the most gorgeous desert landscape with the sun in the sky, you know, like two people in a, a really good rally car on the face of this planet. It's an amazing metaphor. I hadn't thought about it before. Um, that's what human relationship can be like. And one person's reading the map and one person's driving. I mean, what an awesome duet is that? You know, their lives depend on each other, right? And in the end, their lives also depend on the reality of the fact that their car you know, is touching the ground, that the ground is there. It's not some, some illusory situation. It's not some made-up thing, you know. It's more than that. It's more than what anyone says. It's, it's what's really happening. It's what's really real. And to discover ourselves, to me, is the greatest gift that another person can give, that people can give each other. And I mean that in any context, any context, any context. The open-ended question of discovery, the open-ended question of who we are. You know, that's a very, that's an age-old question. Who are we? Who really, who are we? You know, I don't know. I mean, I'm learning, you know, I'm interested to learn. But for me, when I sit with somebody, whoever that friend or, you know, might be, and we can simply keep this open-ended space for finding out that for me, dear listener, is the most blessed thing I can imagine, because that makes life possible with a capital L, life. It makes the future possible. It makes everything that we have been endowed with, you know, visibly and invisibly, it makes everything come into play in this incredible way in which we can begin to feel that we are living, really, really living a kind of life that is purposeful, beautiful, and that will help us create a new world. So thank you, dear listener. This has been on my mind. I wish you the very, very best as always. Take good care. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. Bye.